Welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey friends, welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. Doug Addison here. I've got some encouraging news for you. God is opening up the heavens right now. Get ready to hear his voice. Get ready to get aligned into what you need right now. That's going to set you up for a breakthrough, set you up to hear God and going to open the doors to heaven. At the end, I'm going to pray this prayer and I'm excited right now. Why not pray a, a prayer right now? Why wait till the end? Lord, we pray right now to hear your voice. We pray, Lord, for the spirit of wisdom and understanding, counsel and might, knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord even to come upon us to be able to hear your voice and experience your supernatural ways, and especially that we could know you better. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, you know, this is a time, really, to be hopeful. And there's been challenges, but I want to tell you that God is still in charge. And let me give you this verse of encouragement from Romans 5, 1 through 5. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. But not only so, we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love is being poured out right now into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us by the Lord. In Jesus' name, that, I tell you, I thought I was praying that over you. It's, it's Romans 5, 1 through 5. I want you to, to write that down and begin to pray that over your life because as you decree it and pray this verse or these verses, you're going to see something happen. You're going to start to understand that we have to suffer to go through some things. And we've been going through suffering right now. And it produces perseverance. It produces character. It produces the things we need to get through. And that's why God has allowed us to go through suffering. He's not causing it. These bad things happening in the world right now are not caused by God. But God's using it to set us up for one of the big breakthroughs that's coming. So I want to encourage you not to give up hope, even though. We've seen our share of the enemy attacking us, superstorms, levels of destruction, earthquakes, fires, floods, violence in the streets. But we know this, God's love and his word is prevailing. It's true. He's not the one that's causing these things to happen, but I tell you, he's using them to strengthen us right now for what the enemy intended for evil. God is now turning around for good in our lives. And we've been seeing the beginning of what is birth pains. The enemy doesn't want us to see what's coming. The enemy does not want you to get the breakthrough, does not want to see the revival, does not want to see the breakthroughs that are coming right now. That's why there's been storm after storm. And again, God is not the one who causes those storms, but he uses them. So keep in mind that trials 
bring advancement. And it's important to get that perspective that testing and trials come and God will use them to promote you. James 1, 2 through 4. Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds because you know that testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. And that's what God's doing right now. He's trying to mature us into a new level so that we can face more. We can walk through these things and we can be like Jesus who slept in the storm one time. Another time he walks on the water, he rose above the storm so that you could do what I do. I stay in the eye of the storm. It's like a hurricane. There's this peaceful place in the midst of every storm. And if you go off and try to battle it and you go off and do different things out in the storm, you get sucked into that vortex. But I try to stay in the eye of the storm. And by doing that, you can stay at peace. Now, yeah, sure, there's times you got to go battle. There's times you're going to have to face things. But there are those times I've learned just recently. The Lord said, stay in the eye of the storm as much as you can. And as we're doing this, this new revelation that's flowing right now, I had an encounter just a while back where I saw a vision of an angel coming with silver keys and unlocking chains that were on people. And this angel that had unlocked them, I had saw this actually happen previously, but then the Lord showed me this again. With the unlocking of these chains, spiritually, was also a stack of contracts and agreements that had been placed upon people, including you, possibly, had been placed upon people. These are restraints, things that had been spoken against you, whether they were right or wrong, doesn't matter. And they were placed on those who are called to do something new. They're called to be part of this next move, called to be part of the revival, but they were placed by people who were jealous. It were chains in the contracts. Right now, the Lord is going to break these things off so that we can go into this new season. Colossians 2, 14 and 15, having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailing it to the cross and having disarmed powers and authorities and making a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. I tell you, God is canceling things right now. He's removing chains. The Lord is canceling contracts, agreements in the spiritual realm and in the natural realm as well. Anything that happens in the supernatural is reflected quite often in the natural. That's why we're seeing all this stuff go on right now. And so I saw this angel take the contracts over me and take them into the blazing altar off in the distance, contracts and agreements that people had placed there, that the enemy had placed there. But I want to proclaim this over you. As I was going through this vision, I saw new freedom being released in the spirit. People's eyes were suddenly being opened to things that had happened long ago and things that, that the enemy had done, and they realized that they could give forgiveness to others. And I saw just a real breaking free time, things of the past being broken off. Wow, I mean, this was an incredible time. And I want to tell you right now, as you break free from the past, keep in mind that everything's going to change 
around you. I had a prophetic word for this year that we can't go through the doorway for the coming year, for this new year. We can't take the old things from the past. It was a, it was like a sliding glass door that could only fit a small amount through. So the Lord was showing us that we need to get rid of things from the past. And one of the things is breaking free of the negativities, of the restraints, of the arguments, of the unforgiveness. And as you do that, you're going to see things change around you. New power and authority is going to come in your words. It's happened to me. I've had to get rid of my grudges. I had to get rid of unforgiveness. I had to lay down things and humble myself. And as I did that, new authority is here now. So you're going to walk through this time of changing the way you see and think and speak. This is what the Lord said. Matthew 21, 19 through 21. Write this down. Jesus was talking about the fig tree. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it and found nothing except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the tree withered. And when his disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. If you have faith and do not doubt, not only can you do what I have done to the fig tree, but you can also say to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. Now, most people might not realize what he was saying here. I know that I didn't. I, I kind of glazed over that and kept, you know, trying to use the faith to move the mountains. But Jesus said that your words can actually wither things. You know what he said to the fig tree? He said, you could do this. He didn't say it was positive. It was actually a negative thing. He was trying to show us that our words can wither like he did to the fig tree. And he said that, you know, you can do withering words over yourself or other people, or you can say to this mountain in front of you, be uprooted and be thrown into the sea. So, when he said, may you never bear fruit again, he was showing an example of using negative words. He wasn't telling us to do that. He was showing us what could happen when we do it. So we need to be very careful that we're not speaking withering words over ourselves or other people. And we need to speak fruitful, uplifting words and thoughts and speak the opposite of these negative things, especially when he said, never bear fruit again. Think back of any time that someone spoke something like that to you. I remember someone told me that I was stupid. That was like saying, you're going to never bear fruit again. It was like withering my intellect. I remember someone saying, well, you're a lousy guitar player. And it withered my gift because that person had authority and I was really wounded by it. But I had to break through. I had to go through and speak the opposite of that and get the healing. And then say to this mountain, be moved. So why is this important? Because we're entering into a promised season. Deuteronomy eleven thirteen and 14. And it shall be, if you earnestly obey my commands, which I command you today, to love the Lord your God and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. And then I will give you rain for your land in its season. And the rain and the latter rain 
for which will help you to gather in your grain your new wine and your oil. This is it. God is going to reign spiritually. He's going to bring the latter rain. This is the promises for the revival that's going to bring things in, both in the natural and the supernatural realm. So we are actually being prepared right now for these things, these promises. God is opening up repayment for the suffering of the past. He's also fulfilling the promises that have been spoken over you long ago. And so expect to see these things from heaven. But you want to be careful how you speak over yourself. You want to be careful that you don't revive the old because there's a revival of the old trying to step up. And the old way of doing things lacks love, is legalistic, sees God as a taskmaster. The new is freedom in the spirit. Yes, there's holiness still. There's love, freedom. And there's a new understanding of how God speaks. Isaiah 43:19. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. God is releasing something totally new from heaven right now. We're about to experience an amazing revival that's been promised for decades, if not centuries. But the late prophet Bob Jones saw it. Many people have seen this revival coming, and we are going to see it. We're part of the fulfillment of it. It's been delayed because of people not understanding it, not valuing the words of the prophets, trying to get out of here on the next rapture train instead of doing the work of the kingdom. And we need to do the work of the kingdom. That means to love people. That means to go out and share God's love. And so we are now in a place that the Lord is going to use prophecy to open things up because people are going to psychics today. They need to hear from the Lord. And you don't have to be a prophet to do this. That prophetic evangelism is actually an amazing thing right now. And love is the key to it all. First Corinthians thirteen two. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains but don't have love, I have nothing. So we got to be aware that there's a movement of hatred going on. Demonic forces of violence and division have been released on the earth, and it's the exact opposite of what God wants to do. Satan often opposes and tries to bring the opposite of God's moves. And this has been going on for a while. The Internet's being ransacked. You see Christians buying into this thing. That's why I tell you, the prophetic words I release are the opposite of what you're hearing around places as far as that negativity because of this. Right now, I'm speaking the word of the Lord over you that God is going to do something new in your life. And we have to step away from complaining because Complaining and grumbling not only blocks the heavens, not only blocks the ability to hear the Lord, but it also creates a whirlwind. Psalm 17, 3, though you probe my heart, though you examine me at night and test me, you find that I have planned no evil and my mouth has not transgressed. That's what you want to get to. Get to the place, not where you're sinless or anything like that. It'd be great. But where you get to this place where there's no evil in your heart, your mouth is clean from judgments, and your heart is full of love. And we need to be 
careful, of course, how we speak because of these things. I don't want to be legalistic about even talking about it, but it's important that we step away from speaking anything that brings divisions, lacks love and encouragement. So I ask God all the time, you know, why are we seeing these fierce storms, the shaking and the violence? And he told me it has to do with a negative whirlwind that gets created by people's mouths, by those who don't understand that Jesus said it's better to bless than to curse. Hosea 8, 7, they sow the wind and reap a whirlwind. The stalk has no head and it produces no flower where to yield grain foreigners would swallow it up. Now this is, the Lord says, my people are complaining and sowing anger, taking up causes of their own minds and their own ideas as opposed to the Lord's cause of revival and love. And this is causing us to come into agreement with the voice of the accuser. That's the the voice of Satan that says that that he accuses brothers and sisters day and night. You don't want to accuse people. You want to step away from that. Maybe you've heard me talk about this a lot, but I tell you, it's so true. Hosea 8, 7, the Hebrew word for wind is ruach, which can be translated also as anger. So people sow anger, frustration, whatever you want to call it, rebellion, revenge, and then we end up reaping a whirlwind around us. And remember about the fig tree, our words can wither. It could also move mountains. So we want to be careful here. Stopping complaining is not just a, a like a negative thought and talk fast. I mean to seriously take this into consideration and not only stop complaining, but to start blessing. To take your words, make them opposite of the withering words and cause them to move mountains. That's what I've been doing in my life. And I tell you, I wasn't, uh, I've been negative. That's why the Lord called me to this. I, I went through a time where my lips wouldn't heal. They were chapped all the time. This is a couple of years ago because he started calling me to this and I didn't realize how much withering words I had against myself and others based on things I'd gone through in the past and things like that. But now I want to encourage you. You know, the next revival will require us to have the spirit of love. We need grace. It's also going to have, uh, we're going to need finances. Because of all these tragedies happening in the world right now, we need resources and money for humanitarian purposes. We also need finances for some of the largest revival meetings we're going to see. Don't worry, I'm not taking up a, an offering at the end of this. That's not my message here. But I want you to know that we need to look at things right now and get a glimpse into heaven to know what God is doing. We need to align ourselves on earth as it is in heaven. There are things going on in heaven right now that contain the strategies and everything that you need. But then it gets clogged in a filter coming down, you know, to us based on the things that are in our heart, the things that, you know, the, the fruit of our mouth and, and the things around us. And if you start, you know, creating that negative whirlwind, then that will cause the things that God has tried to bring to you to get blown away or to, to get skewed. Proverbs thirteen twenty two. but wealth 
of the sinner is stored up for the righteous. Now, I've heard people talk about this a lot, and many people have been praying this prayer, not realizing the Lord is trying to answer it. You know, you ever hear that? The wealth of the wicked is stored up for the for the righteous, and, and that means that there's something, that there's there's things in darkness, there's places where, where money is held in darkness that's going to be used for revival, and we need to bring it out. But God can't bring it unless we actually get through these things that I'm talking about here. This is a message that I felt the Lord wanted me to bring to help open the heavens for you. There's been this heavy attack of discouragement, heavy attack of hopelessness, and many people have been tempted to give in to this. But I want to tell you, do not back down. This is the time to get out of those things that have had a grip on you. This is the time to step back from the negativity. Now, there's sometimes, you know, if you're around family members or people at work, I understand that you can't just totally be taken out, but you can rise above. You can indeed rise above this and not get sucked into it. Psalm 118, 15. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but I will live and proclaim what the Lord has done. I love this verse because God is talking about the gates of heaven are about to open the gates of the righteousness. His right hand has done these things, and he's about to open things up in the spiritual realm. Now, I talk a lot about, you know, the doors, and like the Revelation three doors and gates in heaven, because I see them. I see them in a reality. Did you know that heaven is actually more real than earth? But you don't want to actually try to get there too early. You know, suicide is not a solution. Asking the Lord to take you home early is, is not of him. I know you might be suffering, but you don't want to do that because that's the spirit of death trying to get to you. And I want to break off those things now. We break off those false words that the enemy's trying to get you to believe that you messed up, to take you now. It's a lie. God's about to move. I had a recent encounter in 2019, and I was shown an Ezekiel 44 four door of God's glory. I saw this doorway. It was closed, but it was up high. It was golden. No one could see it. It was really up, kind of heavenly uh, positioned. And I saw 444 on the door, Ezekiel 444. And I was seeing 444 on the clock. I don't know if you have been. But then suddenly I saw that the Lord wanted to open this door. And my Bible, uh, you know, I opened my Bible and it, and it opened to Ezekiel 44.4, and and it said, the man, this is an angel, brought me to the way of the north gate. Now, that verse gate in Hebrew means portal. North means heavenly. It was positioned in a heavenly portal. And I looked, and I saw the glory of the Lord filling the temple, and I fell face down. I tell you, I've had this encounter just recently. You know, I've seen 444 previously, and whenever I would see it, I thought, you know, God would speak to me about a revival, and you could look it up later. But Isaiah 44.4 talks about a revival coming to our sons and daughters, to our offspring. And some of them will actually have a tattoo. If you read it, Isaiah 44, it said some will, will have written on their hand the Lord's. 
I've always seen this as a revival coming and a doorway to reach people. That's why I, I started prophesying over tattoos. I started doing things like that. I don't have any tattoos, but I started doing things like that because of Isaiah 44.4. Then for the first time, I saw an Ezekiel 44.4 door, and it wasn't open. This is just recently. Actually, I saw this in June of 2019, and the Lord drew me heavenwardly in this vision, in this encounter. And he allowed me to go through the door. And it was a, it was almost like a, an early preparation, I guess, a, an early tour, because he said this door is about to open to, to everyone on the earth, but you can't go through, you know, that you, you have to be prepared for this. And that's why I was just telling you how to get prepared. You have to get rid of negativity and the things of the past, bring those under the blood of Jesus. And as I went through, I heard the cries of those who are in need of the Lord's love. The billion who we haven't reached. The sons and the daughters that had given their life to the Lord earlier and then went away or never knew the Lord. The younger, the older, didn't matter. There was all ages. They were inside this door. And there was a, a mist of golden, of God's glory. And the Lord began to speak to me. Things that I need. I realized that there was revelation right when I walked through the door. There was revelation to get to the thing I was called to. This this revival is one of the things I'm called to do. I've had visions. I've had encounters. I've written things on this. I've been talking about this. And so the very thing that you're called to do as the Ezekiel 44 door opens, it will bring revelation. It will bring understanding. And then when I came out of the encounter, I received more revelation, more understanding in the next few weeks than I've had in a very long time on how to get unstuck, why there was attacks happening around me. I was given insight, the deepest insight that I've ever received. And the door closed again. The Ezekiel 44.4 door closed. But the Lord said, I'm about to open this door. And I'm going to allow people to come in. But he's going to give a sneak peek right now. And so because I was there, I just want to release this over you right now. I was there so I can bring this from heaven to earth, on earth as it is in heaven. And Lord, I pray for each person who's listening. Everyone's in a different place. Some people have no idea what I'm talking about. Others do know. But I pray right now for the glory of the Lord to come. Whatever that might be. Like I was sick for several years and suddenly the glory of the Lord came. And I got healed. I had several things happen that lined me up for healing. My energy's back now. The anointing's back. I, I tell you, not that the anointing went away. I'm just saying that everything's at a new level right now. And so I bring this glory, this gold glory that I saw in the Ezekiel 44 four door and where when i went through like ezekiel i fell down face first because the glory was so thick and the lord says i tell you the truth i'm going to bring my glory and it's gonna fill my temples again these are people we're the temple of the holy spirit he's going to start with us personally then it's going to go to more of a um, corporate level so lord i release this understanding Whatever's needed right now, scrolls and strategies from heaven, I release this over each person. 
I release the understanding of where we are right now. I release the understanding of suffering. That's what I started with. This message started with suffering, producing perseverance. That's what I had to walk through to get this. But I give it to you freely right now. In the name of Jesus, receive the glory of the Lord. Receive his strategies. Receive his healing. I tell you, I believe people are going to get healed even listening to this. I believe you're going to suddenly have strategies from heaven about your finances, about your situation. I know I did. Get ready. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I'm so excited for what's coming. Like I said, this is why I'm excited. This is a time to be hopeful. This is a time to break through and not break down. All right, Doug Addison here. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.